It's time for talking about those generations. Hey guys, welcome to talking about those generations. We got uh, Corey in the house. What's up, guys? Like, Professor Mars. Yeah, like the uh, the famed Disney Channel anime. And uh, we don't have in the house JT. We're missing JT today. Uh, just today, he's fine. Uh, he just couldn't make it into the studio. Uh, he couldn't get his test results back in time. We all tested negative, so we're doing the social distance thing. Uh, yada, yada. But we, yeah, we couldn't get his test results. So anyways, that's why he's absent for this sode. Uh, he'll be returning with us hopefully next time. Yep. So here we go. Welcome to the, oh man, first episode in about... Almost nine months or so, right? Because it's December now, yeah. Uh, we figured we'd end 2020 strong on a high note. Everyone is safe in the studio. We've tested negative. We are still social distancing. Um, we're doing great. Uh, hopefully you guys are too, but we are. Uh, I think we're just going to jump right into it and say, do you guys remember how fucking wild... Batman and Superman and fucking Martian Manhunter and everyone looked in the fucking old Justice League series. Dude, talk so, about impossible body standards. Yeah. That's crazy. Spider Man, look at fucking Spider Man, like in the on the know, opposite end of the yeah. spectrum. I I love that art style, and like I love that cartoon. Right, and you're right. It is like Superman is like four feet wide. Yeah, like mm. and like has a waist, you know, that's like two inches wide. Well, look at Wolverine. He's in the comics. He's what five four. Mm-hmm. He is probably wider muscle wise than he is tall. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, he's a square. That, like he's a fucking square. What well, the fuck? And, and this is what I'm saying. That show is tame in comparison, like the old He-Man cartoon. Yeah, it was Dude. ridiculous. Yo, like he had muscles on muscles. When when um, He-Man was Prince Adam, right? He, he was, was supposed to be a was, pussy. He was as yoked as you. But he was eat. so fucking yoked. He was. It was like he was supposed to be this cowardly pussy. That was his cover, right? He was Prince Adam, the and just the. Uh, I can't remember the uh, the big cat was like cringe. Cring- he, like, he was so scared, and he was a pussy too. But then he turned into like the big battle, battle cat. cat, and then he, you know, uh, Prince Adam turned into He Man. Uh, but it was so fucking yoked as the pussy fucking guy. It's like. Even the pussy is fucking unrealistically yoked. <laughs> okay, wait, 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 wait. So, dude, his dad who never. I hope nobody takes that as a sound bit because <laughs> even the pussy was unrealistically yoked would make a, for a devastating sound bite. For <laughs> dude, so even the king, who I don't remember the king of Eternia's name, even the king was incredibly ripped. Yeah. And he never fought or did anything. Well, and he was, a, yeah, he was, had to been in his 50s. Like, dude, did, didn't, man at arms, I think, had dudes who were unnamed guys who were just like these huge, like, yeah. yoked out dudes. <laughs> like, just like running around, like, and they were like cleaning toilets and stuff. Like, you, know, you know what you never saw in that cartoon? Any of them motherfuckers in the gym. <laughs> That's right. You never, dude, and I guarantee this. That they be doing squat deadlift. <laughs> <laughs> There's something in the water in Eternia, I guess. Now, I didn't know He-Man had that Superman-esque story. I thought he was just a guy in a loincloth belt no, no, no. who so fought shit. What no. happened, if in the Cartoon Network reboot tells this a little bit better, it's like, it's the spirit of the older show, but like... 
the dialogue's cleaned up. It's the animation's a little bit. I would recommend watching that. It's actually a good watch. The oh. the Cartoon Network one. Um, it's good stuff. Um, but what happens is is Eternia is invaded by Skeletor, who used to be uh, a dude named Keldor, who was like uh, I think the king's brother or something. Got got acid faced. Now he's Skeletor. Okay, he invades. They're losing the battle. He-Man goes to Castle Grayskull, where the sorceress gives him the Sword of Power. And whenever he holds up the Sword of Power, he says, I have the power. Boom, he's the most yoked, powerful man in the universe. And by the way, that's He-Man's description of powers. That's the only description ever given in the original series that he is the most powerful man in the universe. <laughs> Damn, okay. So, but yeah, so that he, sounds like marketing. I'll be so honest. So He-Man turns from... He lifts up the sword and goes, I have the power. Boom, Prince Adam into He-Man. And this was during the fucking, the golden age of TV cartoon tours. Like, and you have to, yeah, and, and yeah, He-Man came around, his action figures were actually supposed to be Conan the Barbarian action figures. And Mattel, I think, lost the license. I think Mattel's the one who made, don't hang me if I didn't get it right, but I think Mattel was the company they were supposed to get the rights to Conan, and they didn't. And they had all these proofs of incredibly yoked up dudes. So they're like, make a cartoon and sell these fuckers. And that's what they did. Oh, they sold the shit out of those things. Mm-hmm. That, was, that was a huge The, the original movie. cartoon lasted maybe three seasons, but that toy line sold well. Yeah, it was a very well, toy line. Um, for a long time. And then uh, the Cartoon Network did a reboot of it in like... I want to say like 2009 or something, maybe 2007, some shit like that. It's crazy how organic that stuff feels when you're a kid, right? Because when I when I was a kid, Pokemon and Digimon weren't tool-selling franchises. It was a cartoon. And because it was a kid's cartoon, people would naturally make toys out of it. So I was, like, in my head, it was, like, one followed the other. It wasn't this, like, corporate scheme to, like, trick me into asking you guys to buy me Pokemon <laughs> well, cards, you know? like This is interesting because in the 80s, there's actually... This was common practice was to make the toys that they were going to sell and then make um, auxiliary products to help, like, to make a cartoon that was basically commercial for the toys. Exactly. Now, there was a government body that saw this, and so they actually had to regulate kids' cartoons. That's why a bunch of, like, G.I. Joe had the, where he'd teach them not to lock themselves in refrigerators and shit. Like, they'd have the lessons and stuff. Like, there had to be, like, two or three minutes of educational stuff in one of these cartoons and no more than, and they couldn't show more than one commercial for their own toy line. And GI Joe was a there huge were, one because yeah, every time they would have like a new weapon, mm-hmm. a new fucking uh, vehicle, a new plane, a new fucking uh, battleship, fucking boat or whatever, you know, because they had one. And I remember it was like hundred, hundred fifty dollars when I when I was a kid. holy. So this is fucking. It's a fucking PlayStation thirty fucking years ago 40 years ago or whatever right so it was yeah and everybody i wanted one so fucking bad because they, they had an episode that was based on it and i'm like holy shit it went you know what i mean and they had the commercials and it looked cool well they had helicopters they had yeah i mean that was one of the cool things about gi joe is they had all these cool fucking assess- accessories the fucking winter fucking gear right the snowmobiles and the covered vehicles that they go through vehicles, when they're in the arctic shit underwater shit so much marketing, and that was the moneymaker. Huge, huge moneymaker. Goddamn. Yeah, and that's how they did it back then. There's a bunch of stuff. Even Marvel got in on that action. Um, 
it's interesting how properties work too to me too. So they created a comic book and toy line called Crystar and the Crystal Defenders. Okay, very generic. You wouldn't have heard about it. It I think did have a cartoon for just like a little while, but it faded away. Right, like it, it was pretty. Like all the toys were made out of like the good guys were made out of this crystal plastic stuff. It's like translucent plastic, and uh, yeah. So the toy line died out. Years later in Marvel, they revive this character and like tie him to different continuities and stuff and then make a limited edition action figure <laughs> later of him. Yeah. Like and so this like traveled through the ages and like he he last appeared I think in 2016's uh, Squadron Supreme, which is one of my favorite uh, all-time comics. So I mean it's, it's it's interesting how he got his start as a toy line and ended up being like kind of like a mainstay, almost like he—he he is at this point an established Marvel property. Right now, it's, it, he's he obscure. Kinda, he kind of went the opposite way of like they started with a toy, but then they ended up actually making a decent character out of him after right. you know, decades of transition and different yeah, ownership. And, and, yeah, and transition and transformation of what it was. Like right. it was initially like gonna be their He Man, you know, and then it was like okay, well he's not our He Man. What is he? You know, oh he's this thing we can sell limited edition figures with. Yeah, <laughs> and then. And then, oh, well, okay, well, he's part of this story now, you know, like, we'll bring him back in this story, we need his licensing, and, you know, he, it fits, and, yeah, so it, it's interesting how, how, how things can start off as one thing and totally morph into something else through licensing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Looking look at Pokemon is a good example of, of how the cartoon is the commercial. Yeah. Because all they have to do is when Ash goes to a certain gym or a certain area or whatever, he fights and or captures a new Pokemon, a different kind that you haven't seen before. Wow. wow. What was that Pokemon? You go to the store. Now there's a couple toys on the shelf of, you know what I mean? A plushy teddy bear of that Pokemon. Right. Of, well, you know what I mean? The so, cards. You so know, you got to get all their cards. It, it works like that on like a more macro scale. So instead of introducing new, new monsters, every like episode, the people that are into it will know ahead of time probably everyone that he's going to have the possibility of running into, right? But you're still right because it's like a seasonal thing. So like they're not they don't really give a fuck about progressing characters or doing anything like and it was literally it was literally news that they did some fucking character development since I was a kid the goal, Ash's goal, has been to become a Pokemon master. He wants to be the very best like no one ever was. Yeah. And he's a horrible Pokemon trainer. Like, he's so bad. And it's well, like, he's like seven years old or something. He's, he's ten, which is the average age that people start this quest. Uh. He should be competent. His, the, the, his rival, the asshole, quote-unquote, of the series is just a competent Pokemon trainer who's like, hey, dipshit, what are you even doing out here? Like, you can barely make your own bed. Like, <laughs> So anyways, the, the series starts with but him. But doesn't he win a lot? He No, he gets a lot of success. He finds a lot of success. He gets the badges. But in the games and in, in every other media except for the commercials aimed at children, the, the show, the anime, in every other medium, the... The protagonist is a good trainer who wins his fights and earns his badges through combat, as is the lore. You go to a gym, and when you fight the gym leader, they pull they pull a team. They're great trainers, so they pull a team that's appropriate to your skill level. They're like, okay, 
you fought my underling trainers and I watched you. I know how good you are. I will put up as good of a fight as you've shown that you can handle. And if you beat me using the team of Pokemon that I pull out and use against you, then I'll give you my badge because you defeated me. Ash wins like a third of his badges that way. And the rest of it is like, let's see who's the better sled racer. And then they like <laughs> race down a mountain. Or like, hey man, you're, you got a really good heart. Like, I want you to succeed because I like you. So I'm going to give you my badge so you can go on to do great things. That's most of his victories. I didn't realize that. Against, against good trainers. Right. If it's just random schmucks on the, like, he's at a campsite, and, like, at the beginning of the fucking, I think the first movie, it's literally, they're having a picnic, and some guy's like, hey, asshole, you got Pokemon on your belt, you want to fight? And Ash is like, yeah, hold on, wipes his mouth, stands up from his lunch table, and kicks the guy's ass. Sends him on his fucking way. But, he can't do that against someone that knows how to fucking fight and runs their own fighting establishment, you know? like It's almost like real life. <laughs> right. it's, like, it's, like, it's, like, it's like you going around so there's like random people at the park and just fucking tapping them out. But then like, uh, I don't know, I don't, I don't really know. Uh, is Ken Shamrock a professional fighter? Could, could you well, beat him? 30 years ago. <laughs> well, yeah, I, yeah, yeah but, but like, or, or Tito or, or anyone, I'm just like, it's like, you show up at their gym and you're like, all right, let's go. And it's like, they'll probably beat you. Like, sometimes you'll win and sometimes you'll get the badge. But then other times it's just like, damn, yeah, I, I know I tapped you out three rounds in a row and shit, but like, I'm out of breath. So here's your badge. Like, it's, it's like, why? That was yeah. pretty good considering. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So then finally he wins, becomes a champion, wins the championship tournament. And it was fucking headline news because they're like, holy shit, they let him win. <laughs> and then they're just like, all right, we're releasing new Pokemon. He literally takes all the Pokemon. The, the premise of the show is like you develop this bond with your Pokemon. He takes all the Pokemon he caught this season, ships them off to his professor, his like some guy that lives in his town that gave him his first Pokemon and is the grandfather of the asshole that's always bullying him around. Sends all of his Pokemon back there for him to babysit. Literally, when it goes back to him, he's dealing with Ash's Pokemon for him. And then he goes off with one Pokemon, and he's just like, all right, let's just catch a bunch of new fucking tools to get my ass kicked with. I don't know. That's a, yeah, I kind why, of went why off on start, thing. Why not? I mean, I get make room for new Pokemon, but keep like your core three or four or something. So, so you just have to keep the, the mascot. He only keeps the mascot. And then he goes so, to a new season. So you're season. saying the show's strength is in its narrative. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the show really builds an enticing arc. <laughs> right, yeah. So it makes a lot of sense. Okay, I, I see what you got. What you, what you. I think it'd be there. more fun than if you got to fucking steal the other person's Pokemon. Like, like if you beat them, I get your Pokemon. I like think, Pogs. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think te- I think <laughs> technically, like, not in the anime or like, but like, I think in the the manga, like the comic books. Mm-hmm. I think people do that because it's it's a lot like grittier. There's a, there's a couple different like versions of the comic where they're all kind of in their own universe. I mean, Team Rocket tries to kind of steal the po- uh, Pokemon, but like not, not through battle. I don't think, right? Usually not. Yeah. Well, the the Jesse and James are just as fucking inept as Ash at being members of Team Rocket as yeah. he is at being a trainer. But like in again in the manga, they're like they're a gang, like they're like violent criminals, and like. They'll just they'll just hold you up with guns and steal your Pokemon like that. It's like mm-hmm. like yeah, we're not gonna fuck with the Pokemon battle. 
give us your Pokeballs or I will kill you. There you <laughs> go. Or, or, or my Pokemon will kill you for me. Like, Which mm-hmm. makes it more strange that everybody's okay letting a 10-year-old just go out into that type of world. So, and, and, you know what I mean? Well, yeah. And, and, yeah. So, so you like the, the Pokemon media quite a bit, then I assume. You've seen a lot of it. I like Pokemon, yeah. Okay. What did you think of the, the Detective Pikachu movie? <clears throat> it was fun. See, which, which is all it really needs to be. Yeah. Like, like, I, like I, I, I liked it. I wasn't really expecting it to like be cinema or anything right. like that. I was just like, this is gonna be a cool live action Pokemon movie. Yeah. I was satisfied with the CGI and shit. It was yeah. like, I don't need my live action Pokemon to look like animals. You know, like they can be cartoons and you know, it doesn't be photorealistic. I, I thought it was good. I thought. Um... I think it's good for another reason, which is I think it's good that Nintendo is going to make other licensed property movies now. Mm-hmm. Like now with the success of Detective Pikachu, because it was successful. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, there's a chance we can get some kind of Zelda movie, which I think a lot of us want. <laughs> you know? Dude, they could fucking they could take the inspiration from Detective Pikachu, the fact that it can work, and then they can take just one simple leaf out of Marvel's book mm-hmm. and make a great. Zelda multiverse type thing, or like the—I don't know think it's a multiverse, but like, like a timeline a connected thing. Universe yeah, because I know there's a game where like there's four—it's like Link to the Past or something like that, where there's four links, and like uh, they a all link between worlds, maybe or something, something like, like that. that. Yeah, because the Link to the Past is the one on Super Nintendo. That's the one I played the most, oh. and that one is—that's a good one. It was one that I got when I was so it wasn't—it was on the Game Boy. But I got it for Christmas one. Oh, year, where, like, like they're all the different original colors. Game Boy? No, no it was no, no, the no. Game Boy okay, Advance. Yeah, yeah that's, that's a link between worlds, I think. Okay. Dude, the, the one that was on the original Game Boy, that Zelda. Link's Awakening? Yes. Yes. Lots of people talk smack about that game, but I actually loved that game as a kid, and for some reason, whenever I beat that game, it was the first Zelda game I ever beat, whenever I beat that game as a kid, and at the end, he wakes up and it's a dream, I was like... Whoa, I've never experienced that. So that was like my first exposure to a dream ending. <laughs> that was my first exposure to it was all a dream. <clears throat> One of the things that like the but thing it, that I've been most wrong about probably ever <coughs> was when Rob got first got into Pokemon. <coughs> I was like <coughs> six months, it's a fad. Six months tops. I might even said six weeks. That was Fucking 19 years ago or something yeah. like that. That was in 1999. <laughs> yeah, and you're still, you're still like, you know what I mean? Which was fucking, I actually was glad I was wrong because you had a lot of their shit. The stuffed animals, the underwear. You, I think you had some shit on the wall, posters and that, you know what I mean? Bedspread. And like, if you didn't like it after six weeks, it would have been such a waste of fucking money. You know what I mean? The fact that it lasted, you know. Yeah. I mean, you don't have the bed sheets anymore, but you like the. I have shit. Pokemon art on my wall. There's a fucking, yeah. There's several Pokemon on the other side it, of this and wall. And you play the game and all that stuff. Yeah. So that's cool that it's lasted that long. You know, but I was, I would have, I thought for sure. I'm like, there's no way it's gonna fucking last. Yeah, it's like it was that. I think I probably will end up looking at Pokemon in a in a similar way that you look at comic books. How like. You you still enjoy comic culture and collecting books and reading the books and stuff like that, even though it's something from a kid. I'm not as into it as I used to be, where I'm watching every show and and like I can memorize the song. Yeah. I literally used to have every single Pokemon memorized in order. Like I could just recite the Pokedex to you. 
because I was so obsessed with it. I remember you used to have the Pokedex. Yeah, I had the I had a Pokedex. I had books. I had like I, it was it was like the only media franchise I gave a fuck about. Oh yeah, it was huge. Yeah, that Pokedex actually was kind of cool. It was. Yeah, you could. It had all the Pokemon, and it would like it would tell you the biography. So like I could literally. Put on a backpack, grab my stuffed Pikachu and my real life Pokedex, and just go out into the wash and just like point at animals and be like, "Yeah, it's a worm," and just type in Caterpie's number because I knew Caterpie's number, and just have my Pokedex read me Caterpie like I'm scanning a Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, it was a, that was a cool fucking toy, and like so, I love buying little kids toys. Mm-hmm. Like, when the kids were young, fucking loved Christmas, birthday. I mean, Christmas, I fucking loved it. Because it was so much fun to get those type of toys and just be like, holy fuck, when he opens it, he's going to lose his mind and it's going to be so fucking cool. And, you know, not necessarily that I was like, I want to play with it. It's cool, like a video game. Right. You know what I mean? I might be like that. Um, I, I, it's more like, he's gonna, it's going to blow his fucking mind. It's such a cool toy for a kid his age. Like, if I was his age and I had something like this, yeah. that would be fucking, I would go, you know what I mean? It would have been awesome. And I love that so much. And then seeing the young kids, you know what I mean, play, oh, fucking love that shit. And that was one of the ones that, I, you, know what I mean? you know what I mean? You get one of those ones where, like, that might have been your, like, big one that year or something for Christmas, I, you know, your big gift or yeah. something. I, I might have gotten that for my birthday. Because I know I had a whole Pokemon-themed birthday, and I feel like there was other people there to celebrate the Pokedex with me. Could be. Could be. I know, I, I can't remember the You guys might have gassed me up when I was being hype about it. I don't know, but I remember, like, getting feedback about my excitement on the Pokedex. Yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was very fun. Like, you know what I mean? That you enjoyed it that much. You know what I mean? That's why you do something. You know what I mean? You give a gift. You want to have a, that person be happy, you know? Yeah, that was that was cool. Pokemon, it's giving me a ha- one, ha- one happy memory. You used to play the game with me. Yeah. We would, like, take turns. Like, I, 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 would, I would, like, take the, Poke- the, 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 the Game Boy, and it would, like, the Pokemon would be higher levels. Or, like, there would be new additions to the team or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, dude, and that's one great thing, like, people, like, for me, it's, you know, there's a lot with, like, comic books and stuff, um, you know, different movie franchises are like that, but, like, there are things like that where, like, you can, like, really draw, like, close associations, and, like, he was saying, good memories from it, like, like, Pokemon will always kind of be a thing for you now, mm-hmm. you know, like, even, like, if you don't, like, really care or whatever, like, like, you'll be like, oh, I know Caterpie's fucking number, <laughs> like, exactly. I still remember that, yeah. you know? And, like, yeah, so I have a lot of, like, the same kind of thing with comic books. Like, I, you know, I remember what comics I was reading during certain times and stuff. Yeah. Like, you know, uh, so it's, it's interesting. Yeah. Right? Like, know? yeah, I, I literally, I kind of divide my childhood up into phases based on the generation of Pokemon it was in. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, I watched a lot of, uh... You didn't even do the, the timeline was in, uh, AD or BC. It's like, no, it's Gen 2, it's yeah. Gen yeah. 4. Literally, yeah, because I can remember, I'd be like, I'd be like no, that, that, that sleepover must have been during these years because we were playing Pokemon Gold and Silver, <laughs> like... And that was the new one. The next one wasn't out yet. Like, <laughs> Those were the Mewtwo years. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that I know the name Mewtwo is telling of how much you used to, how much you were into it. And I did. I played with you. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Yeah, Mewtwo was hype. I never have one. I've never caught a Mewtwo. 
I have neither. I played three. Going on the record, man. I'm not a fan, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I never caught any of the ones. What I did is I played through one of the. I think it was the first game, the first Game Boy one. I played through it to. Uh, I caught was the fighter one, the one that looks like a pro wrestler, Machamp. Oh Machope. yeah, forearms. Yeah, yeah, I got the, I got him all the way, and I got him, and that's what I focused on. And like there were others I could have caught that were like maybe better, but like. Dude, I beat up everybody with that thing. And then I remember I got all the way to the end of the game, and I think I beat it, but I remember it being really hard because he's not very good against one of the last things you fight or something. Yeah, yeah. It's it's um, Agatha. So when you're in the Elite Four, um, That's what it was. normal and fighting moves the don't last... affect ghosts. Yeah. And her and whole I, team is ghosts yeah, and, and poison. My, my whole team was fighting. Like, I had him, and then I had the one that, uh, not the kick one. God, there was one more that was like a fighting one. Uh, Hitmonchan? Yeah, not the, the one that boxing kicked. gloves. Was that the monkey? Yes, the, the boxing gloves. Yes, that's Hitmonchan. Yeah, yeah, and then he and then he becomes the one that kicks, right? No, so they're they don't evolve into each other. They're separate. Oh, so one's okay, so yeah, one's, I, one's I named for one Jackie that, Chan and one's named for Bruce Lee. So right. They're like distinct from. I had I had the boxing one. Yeah. I had him for sure, and like I remember like that last fucking ghost bitch. Yeah. Well, how much did it blow your mind when you fucking found out that they're all modeled after real shit? What do you mean? They're all inspired by like yeah, something. like real animals or bugs or whatever. Or well, I mean, like I, like I knew the animal thing. ones were based on animals, but like I did it. Like I I learned the Chan and Lee factoid type thing. But uh, like, what about like the? There's some ones that are, look really fucking weird. I mean, bat is obviously you know what I mean, yeah. a bat or whatever. But there were some that's like, the fuck, where'd they come up with this thing? Um. Yeah, like, I still don't know where some of them come from. Like, there is one, like, from Gen 1, like, Chansey. It's just an egg-shaped... It's just a pink egg-shaped fairy with an egg pouch. Dude, I know all about Chansey and Smash Brothers. That Smash Brothers life, she's throwing eggs left and right. Yeah. Just going, Chansey. Yeah, yeah, she, she's like, she's Someone just comes a nurse. out with a hammer. Yeah. Like a, a mother type thing. It's like, okay, like, what? Well, why? It, probably, yeah, has, it probably has something to do with, like... Um, Ishtar or fertility or something like that, like right. in Japanese culture, because a lot of that stuff is like tied to their culture. Like, right. um, they have one of them who's like a symbol, who's like good, and then one of them he's flipped around in the symbol and he's bad or whatever. Like a Pokemon's and stuff. Like they they have like stuff like that. Like and the the one don't they have one that's like a what are those things a Kappa? The little turtle guys with the water in their head. They have, like, one that, like, looks like that. Yeah, Golduck is based off of Kappa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like, so they base a lot of their stuff off of that. Yeah. And, I mean, and it's weird, because some of the Pokemon are pretty weird looking. Mm -hmm. You wouldn't have thought that that's based off of a real... real I didn't know that at first. The one in the Detective Pikachu that's, like, the whole mountain? That was a cool part, by the way, in that movie. But what is... What's that one called? Um, Because it's, like, a big, like... Let me like I think that's like a cool, interesting idea, and they actually that's like something that permeates in a lot of different human history is like the moving walking mountains. Hmm. We're failing at our uh, Pokemon knowledge. Shift. I know. Yeah. I'm like trying to look up the fucking. I remember we went back to uh, New Hampshire to visit family, and we went to the beach there, and they have the um, boardwalk, and one of the fucking things at the boardwalk um, was, I think it was a game where you pick the month or a holiday, right, so it was like, 
Fourth of July, July, August, September, October, Christmas, Halloween, Labor Day, right? There was like some combination like that. And you put a dollar down on which one you think the wheel will stop on. And if it stops on it, you win a prize. And, he, and they're all um, fucking, I don't know, two foot oh, yeah. uh, teddy bears, stuffed animals of Pokemon. Charizards, oh, Pikachus, uh, Bulbasaur. Polyworlds, Blastoise. Oh, oh man. man. That's awesome. Rob got every fucking one. We <laughs> sat there. Do you remember this? I, dude, I was going berserk. We like, sat there. That's and... the reason I like boardwalks. Whenever we <laughs> whenever we go to a beach, I'm always like, all right, I'm going to hit the boardwalk and just check out the arcades. I do that every fucking time <laughs> because good, I want to see that game. I don't give a fuck about the rewards. If it's Pokemon stuffed animals, great. If that stall came from 2001 and just time travels into the next time I'm at the beach, great. But if the game itself is there, I will play the game for whatever the fuck they're offering. It was so much fun. I love those boardwalk arcades. Oh, well, we were were full of all the best. Probably at least a third of the time. Like, to me, it, it felt like we just kept winning. It felt like we were winning every time, <laughs> yeah. to me, too. But, but you know, memories are to yeah. be off, you know. But we were winning a shit ton. But, you know what I mean, we still, I still dropped, you know, a few bucks on it because we were like, okay, we're going to play until we get them all. That was kind of my mentality. <laughs> you know, we're getting every, he likes these. Right. He, we're all having fun. And I, like I said, I'm the type of person that I'm having fun because everybody else is having fun, right. even if I'm not having fun. You know right, what I mean? Right. Like, I want to go to Disneyland by myself. Love going to Disneyland when you guys, when you were young. Right. Fucking loved it. Because even though, it, like, all, all the shit I hate, the crowds and all that, you guys would lose your fucking minds having so much fun, and that, to me, was just the fucking high. You right. know what I mean? Like, it was awesome. So the same type of thing. You know what I mean? I just fucking, yeah, I dig that. Yeah. Yeah, Disneyland was fun. We, we like, I remember like the, f- there was like three or four times in a row where like I like once I got into pins, I was into pins. Like yeah. like like that wasn't like a quick thing. Like just that one trip either. Like you still I went have, back. You still I, have them, right? Yeah, they're in my closet a long time. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, see, that was so much fun too, right? Like there's hundreds of Mickey's in my closet. <laughs> yeah, and the, just it was. I again, I so much enjoyed that. And I didn't even collect any of the pins. I just enjoyed it because you liked it so much and that we could run around the park because we would run from spot to spot. Oh, somebody's got a, a pin thing over there that they're trading. Yeah, there was like... And we'd the, run the across the park. staff would trade with you. Uh, they don't do that anymore, which is like... I, I think last time I went, it wasn't as fun because like there wasn't much trading. That's a but, big part of the fun, yeah, I think. Yeah, it would literally... like Every single employee had a pouch or on their tie or somewhere they had pins. And a kid could come up and be like, hey, can we trade pins? And they'd be like, of course, what do you want to trade? And whatever you wanted. Right. And there would be rare pins. Like, like yeah. there's actual rare, like, super collectible valuable pins. Pins from Disneyland uh, Europe or yeah. Disneyland Japan. Yeah. It, it was and, and, like, things that like we can't even get or old pins from people that would haven't been here in 10 years or something, right? right? That's and crazy. so, like, yeah. So, like, and they don't give a fuck. As long as the kid's having fun, that's their yeah. job. So they're like, yeah, of course. It's kind of the same thing. Yeah. They're like, yeah, whatever you want. Like, I'll take your piece of shit pin that you just bought off of, like, a fucking starter pack. I don't give a fuck. Right. And so, like, I would, I would get, like, a lanyard, at, like, right when we got there. And it would be, like, eight pins. And I'd be like, here, trash pin, trash pin. Tra-. I like this one pin, but I'm going to give the other seven away for other cool pins. It was great. Right. And we used to do that, too, because it was, like, I don't know, 40 bucks for the lanyard and the eight pins. But if you bought the pins themselves individually, 
and you bought eight pins, it ended up being like two or Dude. three times as much. Yeah, it was like 60 bucks. Yeah, so it was, you saved, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, maybe it was 20 bucks for the lanyard or something, because mm-hmm. it was like, I thought three times more if you bought them individually or whatever. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think it also depended on the pins, too. That's Because, like, you could yeah. get, like, I feel like a basic pin and it was like seven bucks but like then there were like cool ones or like bejeweled yeah, ones, ones or whatever. that you wouldn't buy to trade but you'd buy to keep yeah yeah yeah, yeah. emma and owen and i got into it the one year we were there mm-hmm. they, they did it a little bit yeah yeah and it's it's kind of cool because it's it, it hits on the collectability collectors thing but it also i thought was kind of cool because the community the trading you know what i mean and yeah everyone was super nice like yeah. pe- and people would show up and like that's part of their vacation what they would show up with uh, binders of pins yeah. and they would just set up outside of buzz lightyear's toy thing or anywhere there was a table basically you could set up mm-hmm. and that was they would pay admission to go in and trade pins with people yeah all day and, and it was it was and everyone's so nice and then you would hear that from other people like oh you know somebody set up over there i've just seen them he's they got a really big mickey collection and you're like man really boom we'd fucking haul ass yeah. to another side of the park to yep. try to get there because they you know you know they may be there for an hour they may be there for 20 who knows because mm-hmm. a lot of times they might be passing through and other people will see their bags and go, oh you got pins do you have time to trade? And they might just pull it out right there and kind of show, right. you know, and then or, be gone 10 minutes. Or just standing in line, you or can the, like yeah. check around and be like, hey, right. can I see your pins really quick? You want like anything you want? No? But, okay, but, cool, cool, cool. And then you just wait in line. Right. But some of awesome. Them, but some of them would set up there all day. Yeah. Like, they'd go there and hang out and do the pins at the tables and shit and wouldn't even go on the rides and stuff. It, That's what they did. It felt like the heyday of Pokemon, but like sustained. Yeah. Over, like, every time we would, like, because there was, like, I think two visits in a row where it was like that. Yeah. Um, and it, it was, like, when everyone could just bust out Pokemon cards at the mall and trade them and shit, you yeah. know? Yeah, it was, yeah, very soon. And that was really fun, like, to watch, too, right? I was, like, God, same type of thing. I was, like, man, if I was younger... You know what I mean? I, I would be losing my mind. Yeah. You know, it's just so much fun. Yeah. I literally got offered a Pokemon trade at the fucking movie theater one time when I was a kid. Because, like, they saw me playing, and, like, this group of girls came up, and they were, like, I think, I, I, to me, it felt like they were in high school. They were probably, like, fifth graders. Um, and they were, like, they were like, hey, I, we're looking for a level 100 Eevee. I will trade you a level 100 Charizard. And I'm, like... Mine's level thirty-seven. I'm I'm a kid. Like, I, don't, <laughs> like I, I don't know what you want from me. I already I already turned mine into a Flareon, the worst one. <laughs> Look, no one's happy. <laughs> I kind of thought he was kind of uh, a really cool Pokemon, actually, because he had the option of going three different directions. Yeah, like, he was the only one like that originally, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. He, he still is. Changed. They've added more options to him. He can go like I think eight ways now. Really? Yeah. That's pretty cool. I, I, and that made him kind of unique. And I'm like, well, you can get the same fucking Pokemon and then make them into three completely different. Because you know, yeah. it was what? Water, fire, and electric? Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's cool. Yeah. And I always did the fire one, even though it was garbage. The, the electric one was the by far the best one for the first generation. Should have done that every time. Anyways. Anyways. Yep. The cards. We used to do the cards. I used to play with the cards too. I got. I'm into. I was into all different types of card gaming, and whenever that came out, that was a pretty big fad for a while. Mm-hmm. It was easy. It was pretty fun. You never got into Magic, though, right? Did you? Never got into Magic. I did get into Yu-Gi-Oh, and Yu-Gi-Oh was allowed at school, 
because of a student effort. What we did was when they banned Pokemon cards because mm-hmm. people were trading and shit like that, and they're like, you can't do that. It's too much like too much like money because people would pay for cards and shit. Mm-hmm. So like, you can't do Pokemon. No Pokemon cards at school. We just kind of migrated to Yu-Gi-Oh, and they were like, what did we just say? And we're like, look, this is a math game. This is arithmetic. We're literally practicing math at lunch. And they're like, what? And we're like, yeah, we, we will, look, we will explain the game to you. And then we're like, look, okay, so there, and it was math based on, like, even the summoning rules, yeah. how many levels the shit has, yeah. you, need to, you need to summon a certain number of stars, so you need to add shit together. It's super low-level math, but it's not just trading cards and bullshit. Like, we were actually subtra- adding and subtracting ourselves. And checking each other's math. If one of us fucks up, we're like, no, 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 no. You lose an extra hundred life points, motherfucker. Like, don't do this to me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So they were like, okay, you can play Yu-Gi-Oh! at lunch. Fine. So See, our, our school didn't give a shit. We played Magic on the playground. Uh, we played Pogs. Oh, my gosh. Kids, dude, I had one kid kill. I had a buzzsaw, like, shaped slammer, and one kid stole it. And, like, I, like, I, like, was into a fight with him on his front lawn, and his, like, mom was all mad, and my mom, and they went through his shit, and it was the top one, and he got busted. Oh, dude, that was good. <laughs> but, yeah, dude, we didn't, we, it was the jungle at school for us. Like, we didn't give a shit. Like, pogs, like, people crying over losing tons of pogs and shit. Because <laughs> like, we just played when you hit them, and they fell over, you keep them. Mm-hmm. Right? So, like, you put in however many you want, they put in however many, and, Get as many as you want from your your hits on it. So, and then in Magic back in the day, when we were young, we played with ante, which means that you had to like take a random card from your deck and and wager it. So like we play like that too. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. So like, and it was like, and kids did it with all sorts of shit there too. Like, dude, kids would play with like uh like kids would bet like fucking sodas and stuff, you know, on a horse and shit like. It was pretty normal. Like, I don't know. They never they never made any rules against any of that. They didn't, they didn't give a fuck. Damn. Yeah, they wanted us, like, running around and stuff like that. I guess. Fucking teachers, man. I think I was in the generation where they just, like, were happy we weren't in their classroom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They were on their lunch break. Smoking and rules. drinking. Smoking and drinking. Probably banging. Probably banging. Dude, we had... Probably banging some of the kids. This this, 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 this is gross, but we had a teacher at my middle school. Uh, I can't remember his name, so I guess I won't dime him out. But <laughs> some two girls walked in, and he was fucking spanking it in his classroom right there, like behind his desk. And Did he at least stop? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Okay, so here's a fucking question. I mean, that's fucked up, and it'd be a fucked up like, situation. He was, he was fired, and like... But you know. here's a fucking valid question. Like, you think they could charge him for because they were minors? Like, like, like as an assault type of thing? I don't think he got in that type Since, of... like, he didn't intentionally do it in front of them, he kind of got caught... I mean, it's still fucking weird because he was in a position to where he could I think be he got in, I think he got in some kind of trouble because it was on a school ground, though. Yeah. Like he I, got in some kind of trouble. Yeah, there's got to be some kind of provision for... There's a reasonable expectation that you could be exposing yourself to a child at any fucking moment. Right, okay. That so makes he sense. Got, he that got into sense. some type of trouble. I remember that because he got... They fired him. And they got in legal trouble, and we were all like, "Whoa!" Like, yeah, he fired, fired for sure. Yeah. Like, yeah. for like, sure. And like, this was this was in seventh grade, so like, I think he was 
what was that like ninety eight or ninety nine? So yeah, like like I'm I'm protected if I'm doing it in like the bathroom at my house and someone's looking in through like the shower window. I'm not protected if I'm doing it in the bathroom at like Chuck E. Cheese and a kid walks in. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I, I what? think, I think, like, well, there's gotta be something in there of like, look, what you if knew your kids were well and able to be around? What if you're in your own car, <laughs> parked, like, kind of at a this lookout? Is, is it in park? This yeah, is no, the, you're in park. The car's shut off. You got like light jazz on. You need some light jazz going. You get your phone. You got like yeah, some Kenny G. You got some Kenny G playing. You get some Kenny G wailing away on the sax, all, all sorrowful. You get your phone leaning up against your fucking windshield so you can watch your Pornhub and you know without using any hands. Uh-huh. <laughs> and and the like two miners walk up on you and see that. Okay, where do, where where is the vehicle parked? You're parked like at an o- overlook, like a you know what I mean, like a lover's uh, lane. Yeah, kind of a lover's <laughs> lane or a place that you know a scenic outlook. You know what I mean, a scenic lookout type of place. What time is it? Oh, oh God, let's say four thirty in the evening. No, I would not take this case. I'd not take this case. Ten thirty at night. How young were the minors? <laughs> oh, God. 14 and 15. Happening? Yeah, no, I, I think... Well, here's the fucking thing. Uh, no, I would I would not take this case either, because here's the thing. Lover's lanes and, and lookout makeout points and stuff are where minors go. <laughs> <laughs> to do all that. Otherwise, they would, they, they're just adults and they can do whatever they want. So you're going specifically to somewhere where you know minors are going to go do to be, you know, consensually assuming, I'm hoping, sexual amongst themselves to kind of... Okay, okay, what if you're still in said car, um, but you're parked at the beach... I think well, that's a different. I think that's a different crime, right? I don't think you can just park your beach your car on the beach at night. It doesn't become a parking lot at night. No, not on the sand. Like at the parking lot at the beach. And, and your your phone's on your fucking dashboard, yeah. not your lap or something. Because you don't need to be walking like that. I mean, it could be like I guess on your steering wheel. All right, you know, yeah, all right, or down yeah. by your, you know. The other, the other, all right, so the rest of it I would hang up. This one I would do a consultation. <laughs> I, I, I would do a free consultation. I had to bring in. I have a lot more questions on this one. So the guy has a chance of getting off on this one. The guy has a chance of someone taking his case. Yeah. <laughs> all right, now we know where the line is. It's um, a good thing I'm not a lawyer. Why? Otherwise, I would know all this shit. <laughs> this would yeah. be a boring ass podcast. That's true. Oh god. Now, what if it's definitely not boring? What if he was in the van, and it was one of those fucking um, you know child molestation vans with the you know all no windows except the one little window. And they like kind of the peeked, okay. peeked the, in the window. Speaking of CM69. Speaking yeah. of pervert vans, let me tell you this scenario. 
I was with Julia, and we were at the Spartan final over on 35th and Bell, right? Right over in that area, near Greenway. Mm-hmm. Um, we go over there at night, we're doing some grocery shopping. As we come out, there is a van, a pervert van, if you will, and painted on it, like hand-painted, is like the Nathan's hot dog label. But it's spelled wrong. It says Nathan, no S or anything, hot dog. It just says Nathan hot dog. And it's there and it's like running. And we're putting groceries away. And some lady runs out of the smart final. She's yelling and screaming and shit. She goes back in. And Julia's like, what the heck? And she like sees that. And then this van peels out. And we're like, what just happened? <laughs> so anyway, pervert vans. It sounds like they're human trafficking or something. Or the lady, it's like somebody escaped from the human trafficking. Something something, right? something happened for sure. I mean, that's huge in I'll Phoenix, have, man. That, that it is huge here in lot. Phoenix. Yeah, that's a big fucking thing here in Phoenix. But Julia told me to look at that truck. She's like, dude, I am, like, that's messed up. Like, that's everything about that fuck. is sketchy. Yeah. <laughs> like... It's super sketchy, which is kind of weird because if I'm a fucking weirdo, pervert, kidnapper, human trafficker, whatever, do I really want to have a fucking van that sticks out like that? Well, dude, because that screams fucking pull me over. I have the kid in my trunk. You know what I mean? Right. Like, they no, fucking, like for real. I might as well have the bumper But, dude, we <laughs> saw, like, this is factual. You could fact check it with Julia. Like, we were there when this went down. No, I'm not and doubting she, you. I'm just like, saw what it. the fuck? Like, dude, and I saw it, too. Like, it said, it said Nathan Hot Dog. Like, and, like, it was, like, very painfully drawn to look like the cover of Nathan's Hot Dogs. But, like, spelled wrong without the S and apostrophe and Hot Dog was not in the same, fo- like... And it was old and, like, not clean looking. You know what I'm saying? Like, it looked like it wasn't painted with that glossy sheen. It looked like it was, like, hand-painted with, like, paint. Like acrylic paint. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude, like, no, I'm not even joking. Because some of it was semi-gloss and some of it was totally matte. You can tell. Is that eggshell? <laughs> but, 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 like... So only two things that man could have been doing. Yeah, no. Fucking kidnapping... Or stealing Nathan's hot dogs. And they're trying to like trick the store that they're fucking doing for Nathan's. And there's been a recall. It's a so plot. It's one, of, it's one of those two options. They're like, they're like yes, we're, the, we're the Nathan's hot dog recall fan. Yeah. We're going to have to confiscate all these Nathan's hot dogs. <laughs> Let's confiscate some of those buns too. <laughs> Get some buns this time. <laughs> Yeah, I uh, I look. There's nothing in the news. So I mean, whatever they're doing, they're getting away with it. <laughs> they, I mean, maybe they just painted it on that night, and now it's you know that's so fucking like so crazy. You know, like you said I, I, trick I would, cereal. I don't know. I would either be a horrible fucking kidnapper or a great kidnapper because like I wouldn't I wouldn't go in. All I know is I'm hard. Dog I'm, I'm hard to kidnap. So this like like if I'm driving the Oscar <laughs> Meyer Wiener mobile. I'm not going to fucking kidnap people. It stands out. They're going to know where I am. Or. Or. <laughs> they makes everybody, never suspect. It makes everybody sound crazy. Like, yeah, he was driving a really big wiener. What the fuck? This is this lady, you know. Like, cops well, we over. Almost, once you got in there, nothing but wieners and happiness. <laughs> <laughs> we almost got kidnapped in San Diego. Dude, that's true. Julia, Me, you, Chris, Julia and did, Scott. 
Yeah, Julia didn't believe me, but I, I actually, like, all seriousness, all joking aside, I think that that guy was a, was a kidnapper. It was because weird. Because it was weird. We ordered the Uber, and it was supposed to be what? Like, I can't remember what type of car it was. A big car, because there were four big guys that were getting right. in. Me, I, know, I think you met Chris, Corey, and Scott. They're all, yeah. Yeah, and we go to get, or the, what did he pull up in? He pulled up in some kind of SUV, right? Yeah, it was like a black, yeah, mm-hmm. suburban. And he pulls up, and he goes, like, points at us, and is like, you order an Uber or whatever? And it was, was it Uber or Lyft? Because I think that we said Lyft. He goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we were like, oh, my yeah. God. Hey, yeah, I'm like, look at that fucking car. Yeah, that, that's the one. Come on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, dude, I think that's what happened for real. And I think Chris is like looking at the thing. And then yeah, because we started walking towards the car. Because yeah. we're like, oh, this must be us then, right? Like, yeah. You know. But yeah, I think Chris saw it on his and phone. And he was like, are you sure for us? And, like, there was, like, a two or, th- not, like, a 30-second almost of just, like, of him being, like, no, yeah, for sure. And we were, like, I don't think so. And then, and then, like, and then he kind of took off, right? And then he just took off. Yeah. Because yeah. we kind of were was, hesitating, like, this is, like, we had, obviously, we're, like, what the fuck? And we're all at that point going, this is weird. And then he took off. Yeah, he just took off. It, like, without another word. And we were right there. Immediately, we're, like, we, I, did we almost just get human trafficked? Yeah. <laughs> And like, first of all, like, we're four big fucking guys. Out of everybody here, you trying to get us? Like, what yeah. the fuck is your problem? Yeah. No, it was crazy. It was crazy. Like, it would not have been a fucking good... <laughs> you think big guys are in demand? Yeah, but well, maybe he had a fucking, like, a, a taser or a cattle prod. Maybe he had a fucking Uzi. Yeah, I mean, he could have had an Uzi, I guess. Yeah, he he would not. I mean, yeah, you can take him, but like, who's willing to get shot well, no, fifteen I'm gonna say, times one, to do one, it? One, one of us probably wouldn't make it, but <laughs> he's, he's like, not gonna make it for he's sure. Heard, he's like, I got a fucking order for for big guys. We need we need at least a half a dozen big guys. Yeah. So, so right now, all we need is big guys. I don't know. There's this, this beautiful is, fucking women running around everywhere. They're ignoring them. They're human yeah. trafficking in the big yeah, guys. Yeah, did they need something like some some heavy shit carried? Like I don't <laughs> understand. Like, they needed like, you to carry all the beautiful <laughs> they're, they're, like, they're like, we're going to need these guys to carry them. <laughs> well, that was a weird trip, too. But it was crazy, man. It was just crazy. Like, I've never, like, because, like, I don't have insane. another explanation for it, because he wanted us to get in that fucking car. It was weird. It was creepy. It was, dude. It was not right, for sure, because, like, we, me and Keith were like... Yeah, I was starting to mm-hmm. like, I must be. Like, all right. Like, we didn't question. We're like, oh, yeah, this will hold all four of us. Because I would have never thought somebody would try to fucking human traffic for big dudes. For those of us listening at home, uh, my dad's what, 6'5"? Yeah. 220? 230? No, 260? 270? Yeah. I gotta, I gotta lose some weight, man. <laughs> I gotta get down there. Uh, <laughs> I'm 6'3 si- and 280. And then there's two other guys that size. Yeah, Scott's yeah. about the same and Chris is about 250. Yeah. Something like that. So someone tried to steal a thousand pounds of man. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't have another explanation for what it was. He really, like, unless he, I guess he could have just been trying to snipe the Uber and get us to pay cash, but, like, at that point, we'd have been like, make us. You well, know? yeah, like, see, that's the thing is, are we a target for anything, right? Any type of scam, are we really the best target? You're going to fuck with four big guys and try to, like, rip them off? Like, because what if, 
we say fuck you. There's four of us, big guys. Unless you have a gun or something, you know what I mean. If it's a, and, if even, it's a if, scam, and even if you have a gun, you better you know, be far enough away where one of them can't get you. Yeah, it would it would be so much easier to go after a younger you know people or a group of girls or a group of drunk people. Cause we weren't drinking or anything. No, I think you, you know what it is. Chris had one beer. Right. Yeah. You know what it is. Child lock, gas mask, and then they. Just, and then they just gas us yeah. like super villains. Like, I mean, dude. I mean, possible. I bet we'd have broke one of the windows though. Unless they're the fucking. I guess they could have been. Yeah, they could have been a presidential window. They have a gas system in their car. This is probably this is a lot of prep to kidnap four huge guys who like are going to be unwilling to do anything the whole time. Well, that's probably if they're unwilling. Well, if if I'm not doing anything. Think about it. If I'm, if the three of us were kidnappers and and we got a contract for a half a dozen big guys, it's probably gonna pay well because it's gonna be hard as fuck. But like, we're not gonna just like we we gotta do something, right? Like, <laughs> but, I mean, they're literally. This is San Diego. Beautiful women walking all around us, and it was a crowd. There was right. There were people. Yeah, we were we were in the gaslight district. Yeah, yeah. So it was was one of those touristy areas. It was busy, and on a on a fucking Friday night. Yeah, and they picked probably the four biggest guys on that fucking road at that point. Because yeah, there were a bunch of groups of people like standing on the sidewalk waiting for their taxi or Uber, right? And so we were part of that. And guy pulled up and was like, pointed at us, was like. <laughs> and we were like, okay. <laughs> yeah. I said, like, all right, that's us. And it started walking towards them. Because like, again, no. there are people all around us that would have made such easier targets. Yeah, dude. You know what I mean? Why would he point at the four biggest people there? Did you guys look like you were standing waiting for an Uber? Did anyone yeah. else? They all did. It was Everybody basically was a line a whole, of people oh, waiting. I thought, I thought people were milling around kind of doing the, Well, there were. There were, were people there was milling a whole around group too. of people yeah. standing on the, the sidewalk. Uh, like waiting on taxis and Ubers. Yeah, yeah, it was both. Yeah. Weird. Maybe he's trying to subvert expectations, and because and here's the thing, women should be and are probably taught to be more cautious about that kind of shit. You know, they they give you the license plate and the car description. Fucking, I told Kendall to use that shit. She got into the wrong Uber one time. Like she just got in. I remember you like, saying. Like she like she came up and she's like like she was telling me she's like yeah I couldn't really understand what he was saying. So I was like, oh, are you, you know, so-and-so? And, like, he said, oh, are you so-and-so? But I couldn't really make out what he said. So then I, I just got in, and I was like, well, you know. And I'm like, well, well, you know what? Like, well, you, no, like yeah. what? Best case scenario, you show up at the wrong place, and you're late to work. Like, right. And I, I was like, I'm like, and I, was, I told her the same thing. I was like, I'm not as big as you guys, but I'm bigger than her. Well, I'm, I'm two of hers. Right. And I'm like, I walk around the back of the car, and I look at the license plate. Every fucking time. I don't I don't tell them my name. I don't ask for their name. I don't give a fuck. Are you driving the car? Cause here's the thing. If they're willing to go kill my Uber driver <laughs> and steal their car and then come kidnap me, what what am I no amount of caution is gonna keep me out of like a fucking maniacal predator, you know? Like right. they're obviously a broken psychopath. I'm fucked. Like right. you were targeted. Yeah, He's gonna yeah. get you eventually. So if it's the car that's sent to get me, probably the guy's fine. Like, right. <laughs> right. So I wanna we're we're at about fifty five minutes, but I wanna bring this fucking up. Um so I'll throw this out there and maybe we can talk about it or not. I don't think, I think you said you didn't see it. Have you seen The Vow? It's on HBO now. 
It's uh, I think it's been out for a little while. I I thought it was new, but Charlie said it's been out for a little the while. John Cena movie? No, it's about uh, Nexium. It's a nine part um, mini docu series about the Hollywood sex cult Nexium. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I've heard about this. Holy fuck! Like I thought I knew quite a bit of stuff about it, you know. Um, I don't know jack shit, so I'll be interested. I'll probably flip that up. And it's extremely it. interesting. I mean, it's hard. It's a hard watch. Like you know what I mean. There were parts of it that I could watch twenty minutes, and then I'd go and watch like Big Bang Theory or com- stand up comedy on YouTube or shit. Like literally, uh-huh. like because it was. It's it's just fucking bizarre how. It, that it happened. You know what I mean? Like, like I mean, I get it, I, I and I kind of understand it, but at the same time, it's like, what the fuck? You know, it's... But I don't want to give away too much, you know, spoilers, because you guys haven't seen it, but it's really interesting uh, if you guys, yeah, get a chance. Yeah, I'll, def- I'll go check that out. I'll go watch it right now. Yeah, yeah it's it was, it was interesting. <laughs> I guess that's a wrap? Or do we have anything else? We're still five minutes shy of the hour mark, the magical hour. The magic hour. Um, <laughs> yeah, we don't have a Star Wars question to ask JT. He's not here. Um, Star Wars, man? I haven't seen any of the second season of The Mandalorian yet. Me either. Me but either. a bunch of it got spoiled for me. Uh, yeah. Because the internet did you, sucks. <laughs> did you see some of the shit Disney coming out with like 12 different fucking um, series for Disney now? One of them is uh, the Kenobi. Um, and. Christian, what's his face? The Hayden Dar- Christensen. He's coming back as Darth Vader. That's going to be cool. I'm glad he's embracing it. Well, the thing is, is like people are like, Darth Vader, like, he's, so he's going to be in the suit? Probably. Who cares who's in the suit? You don't see him. Well, you, know, you know what I mean? It's, I, so it's kind of weird that they There will probably be moments where he's battle damaged. There might be moments where we see him out of the suit, like, meditating. Because they did in the Vader, I was thinking in the flashbacks Vader, or something. Maybe. In the new Vader comics, they... I actually think this visual is really cool. In the new Vader comics, they have him, like, he'll meditate while he's in the back to tank. Mm-hmm. And um, his avatar, while he meditates, is like, his body is, like, red and black. And his arms and legs that are cut off are, like, these, like, white, like, uh, or blue silhouettes, kind of. And, like, while he's meditating, he's, like, this figure. So they might have him, like, appear something. Like, they might have, like, a... Him appear like that. They might do what they did in Rebels, where he's like damaged through the mask, and you can see him. Like, I, I I think that there's ways they can show him, but I think it's even cooler if they don't show him and he just does it in the suit because that's his character. Yeah, it's know? just it's just weird to me that they would make a big deal about him joining the show if they weren't if 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 it could have been me in the in the suit. You you know you know what I mean? Like like it would make more sense because the way it read to me was like. He's gonna be one of the main characters. Well, we'll he, see what happens. We'll yeah, but if happens. he's one of the main characters, then does it really matter if it's him in there or anybody else? Well, I think they'll, have him, I think they'll definitely him have free. him do the lines. I thought they said they was doing somebody else was doing the voice. Huh? Interesting. What? That's, I, no, I think they'll have I him could do be, the lines. I could be wrong have on that because, like, dude, after you know, since they don't have James Earl Jones doing them anymore, they just whoever they just use the voice changer. Like that's what they've been doing. Yeah, they don't care. <laughs> like no. so, they'll, they'll probably have Hayden deliver it through the voice changer. I think. I like, would. That's, that's like that's like a day of studio work for a season. I'm sure. It's not like Darth Vader is a very talkative motherfucker. Right, but again, <laughs> it seems like it's a smaller role than what how it read. 
Because it read like it was supposed to be a big fucking deal that he's joining the the uh, thing. To me, it would be a big deal if he was joining the thing as Anakin. Or as Darth Vader, you know, like if Darth Vader went through a process of uh, not having the hood and all that, and that mm-hmm. came later, like like if his injuries happened at different times in his uh, fighting, and not instead of one big battle type of thing, you know, right? And and, and he's so then you could see him as the person as Christian Hadison playing it, versus I can't see him playing it behind the mat. You know what I mean? It's just, I don't know. It's it's weird to me. Yeah, I like I, I think I see what you're saying, but like from. As a thespian myself, <laughs> like, I think having someone reprise the role, even if we don't see their face, um, it matters. Because, like, well, I he think can it's carry also... that continuity of the the core of the character. He can get back into character and kind of pick up where that version of Anakin, Vader, left off. And he can kind of continue that same like, artistic stroke for the interpretation of the character, and in the body, like, in the body language, in his voice delivery, even if his voice is changed... It would be all like, voice, because there's no real... In that suit, there's no nuance to his body language. Well, no, no, I, I, think, think. I think the nuance should be... He should move like Michael Myers. Like, he should move like Jason. Like, he is... He's a robot of death. Like that is all Vader is. He is the Emperor's ex fucking cutioner. Like, and I, I don't think we're gonna get that. I think we're gonna get a much more human Vader. Yeah, I think we're gonna big... get a really turbulent Vader when he's still new and kind of reeling from what he's done, quote unquote, what he thinks he's done. And then I think as he kind of settles in and accepts it and be really actually becomes Vader and is okay with it. Um, I think we're going to see him settle down a lot more in his actions. Like, I think he's going to do something with the role. I, well, I think the timeline, too, is when he's he's actually going <laughs> hunting uh, down the Jedi. Yeah, it's, 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 I think, right after the timeline of the Vader comics. Like, there's, like, 17 or 18 issues of those, and they're, like, in the new canon. Very good. Very, I highly recommend reading those. Those are really good comics. Um Makes a lot of sense for the Vader character. A lot of really cool things happen. All I'm um, surrounded by is fear. And, and dead men. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, like, there's a great... Spoilers for the comics here. There's a great moment where he's got to fight this Jedi Master before he's got his red lightsaber. Because he's got to steal this guy's crystal and bleed it. That's how they make their red lightsabers. So he's fighting him, and this dude's kicking his ass. Like, it was some Jedi who was in exile because, you know, he was doing a bow or whatever. And uh, he's kicking his ass, and so Vader fucking uses the force and breaks the dam to, like, flood a city to, like, make the Jedi. And, like, Vader goes and gets his shit together. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I, I think... I think I hope we get that. Like, I hope that's what we get out of this show. Since they're going to put Vader in it, that's what I want to see. You know, also, you know, I, I don't know what they can do with an Obi-Wan show because, like, he sat in the desert you know, <laughs> babysitting someone for 30 plus years. Yeah. They had to change the canon to where, make it to where he was traveling places or trying to, you know what I mean, stay one step ahead. But the canon is that he stayed there yeah. watching over Luke. Yeah. Was, well, was he there the whole time? That's that's kind of what As in Rebels said. he was. Yeah. As of, I mean, because he was there Rebels. watching over Luke. Yeah, he was there and they, or in uh, Maul came. And Maul figured out Luke was there. And then, so that's why Obi-Wan fucking <laughs> ended him. So Rebels takes place after the Solo movie, so... 
I mean, it's all kind of lining up in the timelines they're supposed to fit into, but, like, it's, like, years or two of wiggle room. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's not a lot of wiggle room with what the guy... Because they can do... Like, they could get them off planet. They could. And have it make sense. They can't do it a lot. Like, it can't be like the Mandalorian where he's going from system to system to system right. to system. Right. It might just focus, I guess, more on... a couple weeks here or there, but... The drama on Tatooine. Maybe, like, yeah, I mean, espionage and kind of, like, make the right, like... I, I would like something. I would like a the Mandalorian already nails this. I would like like I like that space western. I, Rogue One is one of my favorite personal Star Wars movies. I know a lot of people didn't like it, but I like it because it shows kind of the seedier side. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like yeah. the more like the less Jedi side. Yeah. And uh, I like that on Tatooine. I don't know how you're gonna get that with an Obi Wan show. Well, I, he's got to have some kind of rep, like something happen because he's got a reputation in New Hope. He's he's the crazy old wizard, right? Doesn't Luke call him the yeah. crazy old wizard? Yeah. So like, the people of the, whatever the town is, I don't want to keep saying Tatooine, but like where Luke's from in the local area, people know Ben as the crazy old wizard. So like, there's well, a story to be told. And Plus, I think he had a kid. He had like a kid or out of wedlock or something with somebody. Oh yeah, with one of the the Mandalorian ladies, or yeah, something like that. That, So that's been speculated. I don't know if that's ever happened. A Mandalorian. A Mandalorian. Oh. Yeah, because I mean, he must be going off world or something if he's doing that. But but the canon, they do kind of say he stayed there really to watch over. So yeah, I mean, and I'm okay. I'm okay if they can make conflict on Tatooine that's interesting for Obi Wan to be involved in. Because like, here's the other problem with Obi Wan. Obi Wan's the greatest fucking master Star Wars duelist alive right now. Like, Obi-Wan was the master of defense. Like, nobody could fucking touch Obi-Wan. And, uh, like, it doesn't matter how many dudes with laser guns there. <laughs> he fought a whole war against robots with targeting computers in their heads. Like, there, there's not a lot you can get me behind to make me feel like Obi-Wan's gonna be in peril. Fair enough. But I yeah, am that's still... A really, that's that, a really good point. With that being said, I'm still excited for the show. I would really like to fucking see a Darth Maul series, follow him around, because that would be exciting, I think, because he would be on different missions every episode or two or however long, you know what I mean? Well, his his control, I would love to see from different periods of his life. Yeah. Like, the beginning before he got cut in half, you know, the midpoint, the point where he's running the Black Sun, the point where he's, like, running around trying to get the same Yeah, and those could be different seasons, even. Like, the beginning of his life is a season or two, and then you have a season or two where, like, 20 years has passed. You know, almost like the movies, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah, that'd be cool. I'm actually considering getting the Disney Channel again, as much as I don't want to support them, um, because... I really liked The Mandalorian season one, and I haven't seen season two yet, and now all these other cool fucking, at least cool sounding shows. Come. I mean, it's all fucking Star Wars related that's pulling me in, you know? Well, what about the Marvel stuff? Um, yeah, but what, what, what is it right now? There's nothing. They don't have anything right now. It's right? going to be nothing out. It's going to be WandaVision and then Falcon Winter Soldier. Yeah, but that's Loki. not until like 2022 or Loki. something, right? Loki, Hawkeye. But uh, nothing in the next year. I don't think, I think, right? No, I think Falcon and Falcon and Winter Soldier are supposed to come out this year. This coming year. At the end, year. At the yeah. end, end of, of December, I think. Oh, wait, at the end of this year? month? I think that's what they had it scheduled for, but I don't know if they moved it again. Because huh. they keep like moving it like three weeks, if that makes sense. Like They keep being like, this date, uh, this date, uh, this date. <laughs> hmm. Which is like, 
you gotta have the first episode is done, right? Like, I can understand maybe, like, doing some... I don't well, know how... I, I don't to know to my understanding, WandaVision is a movie? Oh, I thought it was a series. I think the first two are, are movies that are coming out. I think What If is the series that got... What If... Oh, What If, yeah. I will... It's an animated series. If, okay, so that means they can do anything. Yeah. That's good, because I want them to do all of the stuff from the comics that's good. There are some What If comics that are so good... And there are some that are so bad. <laughs> but, dude, I want them to do some of the good what-if comics. Oh, man. Oh, I would love that. Yeah, what-if looks pretty good. I saw the, the teaser trailer for it. Oh, I haven't even seen that. Dude, you know what's coming out on um, one of my favorite comic series? Coming out on Amazon Prime, they're making an Invincible show. An animated Invincible show. The M. Night Shyamalan? No, Invincible. Invincible. The comic books. I'm trying to remember. I, I, it's not, I, I know the name, but I can't picture I'll show you guys the trailer once we're, once we're off here. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's get to that. Let's check this trailer out. Thank you guys for tuning in. We've really honestly missed you. We I hope you... I didn't miss anybody. I, yeah, fuck these guys. Hey, uh, hey, thank you guys for having me back. Yeah, they, for they, they didn't for miss me. They didn't miss me. Cocksuckers, not one of them texted me the whole time. Yeah, we didn't get a single voicemail on our Anchor Anthem account. Not, not even from the guy who... Uh, Runs the Twitter account, right? Oh, yeah. Terry's been decommissioned. Hey, don't forget. Fucking Epstein tapes still haven't been released. Just saying. Sorry, finish up. Well, (laughs) we'll keep you posted on Ghislaine's, you know... That might be our next fucking episode discussion. We we ought to do some just solid research and just let just give everyone a solid update yeah. on the whole Epstein Ghislaine Maxwell. Because I haven't heard any updates in the news. I mean, they might. I, I know that they didn't approve her. Her she requested something not be released or included, right. and they said no, we're going to include it. So right. I'm glad they're kind of at least sticking to some guns. But I do want to get some new news and make sure it's my, dispersed. My big thing is is if they have video on all these powerful people doing all these horrible things, which supposedly they do because that was what the power he had over everybody because there's videos of everything everywhere on the island. Why the fuck are we not arresting all these fucking people? You know what I mean? I have one word for you. Corruption. Well, yeah, because they're <laughs> powerful people. But, but, like, I, but I guess what I have a hard time wrapping my ra- mind around is everybody's cool with it. Like, where are the riots for that? Where are the riots saying, hey, wait a second. No fucking Where shit. are all the rape videos so that we, there we know who the fuck are raping and killing these kids so they can be held accountable? Because they're fucking rich. That's not happening. Because they're rich. That's it. Oh, I mean, rich and powerful, obviously. But, you know. I mean, yeah, you, you can, I mean, go on the dark web, I'm sure. You, the journalists probably leak. I don't fucking know. But that's what I'm saying is, why doesn't anybody know? Yeah. Why do you have to go on the dark web and maybe find it? It's bullshit, it, it's right? It's bullshit. It should be common it is. knowledge. It is bullshit. But why is nobody talking about it anymore? Well, here's the thing. Because Elections. it's... Because it... Because... And I, I guess I'm going to be... I'm going to do that thing from... Remember in like World War Z, how Israel has that policy where like... Everyone's saying one thing. It's the last person's response. Okay, yes. I'm gonna do that because it's because it still sounds like a conspiracy. It sounds wild, right? We have this guy. He's in custody, and it's like I feel like most people are fine with he didn't kill himself, and they feel like that feels like safe enough. Of like that doesn't sound like a conspiracy. It was super fishy. It's weird. 
Epstein didn't kill himself, and a lot of people are behind that line. But then I think it's, for most people, a step too far to then also say, to your credit, without any proof or evidence or anything, aside from a collection of names and his flight logs, that he has video proof of a bunch of people being child rapists and demand the release of that with on um, like on um, on um, only the suspicion that he was arrested and then murdered. Well, but right, but, assuming that the previous step is uh, uh, taking that as a given. Well, I think most people it, it would agree that he is a predator and a human trafficker and a rapist, right? I don't think there. He was in prison for that. a reason. Yeah, there, I don't think anybody's arguing that. Right, and he and he was but, but able to deal to get off of those same charges before. Right, right. right. But but it also went on the they went on the record saying that he had video of everything. Okay, so so we know video exists, right? Well, they and went, we they know, went on record saying they seized video and other yeah. materials from his. And, 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 and we and we know his death was fishy. We know that he knew a lot of powerful, very powerful, influential people, and a lot of those people were on that island with all that video. Those things alone, in my opinion, should make any reasonable person say what's on those fucking videos. The American public needs to know. At least, that's not, to me, it may be a step too far to say, oh, well, Bill Clinton's involved, or Bill Gates is involved, or well, you know what I mean, I think, or whatever. I think we need to know the names of the people. I, well, I agree, but I'm saying <laughs> even the non-conspiracy-minded type people should, should at least see enough in my opinion, evidence is not, you know, to, to say, okay, we need to know what's on those tapes because something's weird. And maybe it's not, maybe it's, you know what I mean? Maybe it's not the Clintons, you know what I mean? It, maybe it's people that aren't at that level of fame or whatever. Right. But, but I think there's enough evidence to where any reasonable person wouldn't see it as a conspiracy theory. All right, that's fair. In my, in my opinion, just because if you add up those like five different things. No, yeah, I didn't know that there was, that we had record of him admittedly not necessarily the most reliable narrator, but we, I didn't know we had him on record admitting that he had video of this show. Well, well they uh, seen, and I, I think she admitted it and they uh, they announced they uh, seized it. Then, yeah, they announced were, they seized it for sure. There were the, I think the guy that um, installed the video camera system um, talked about it on the documentary about how he had videotape of everything and it was put the cameras were fucking everywhere and Dude, all, I he set it up. I actually don't um, like that documentary. I feel like that documentary like sweeps a lot of what happened under the rug. Like, you know, because, like, they refer, and, like, the way they refer to, like, they only interview the oldest victims and stuff, like, because, like, those four girls were all, like, almost 18 and stuff, you know what I mean? Like, they interview all the fucking yeah, oldest I think victims. the one, one I think, was, like, 21. I no, think. I think the one with, that was with, uh, in the picture of Prince, Prince Andrew well, was, like, she's, 15. Yeah, she's high profile because she was, like, 15. Yeah, and that picture, picture. yeah. yeah. Uh, There's but, a picture but like, but like, of, of that him docu- on the I feel the like that documentary's doctored a little bit. Like, holding each... I mean, it's not no, super damning, necessarily. No, it was, it was in... Uh, but he denied in, ever being there in, or anything. his house. It was in... Epstein's, Epstein's house. house. Yeah, on the island. Yeah. I don't know if it was on... I thought it was in New York. I thought it was... Oh, yeah. I, anyway, I thought... What, what about the... Uh, um, 
fucking Prince Edward or whatever. That was Prince, yeah. Prince Andrew. That was Prince that, Andrew, he's yeah. the one that yeah. was in this picture. Yeah. He, yeah. He's, he's like, no, it couldn't have been me because up until three years ago, I couldn't sweat. <laughs> yeah, you're seeing me sweat now because <laughs> yeah. my condition has been cured. Yeah, it's yeah, like, no. and then he steps down from a lot of you know his role. Mm-hmm. It's a thing. It's a whole big thing. I think there's something fishy going on, and I think there's like it's not just one country, right? I mean, if because uh, I mean, what would just stop Russia from leaking that information? Which I'm sure they probably have something, some of the information anyway. If it was only going to fuck over America, you know what I mean? There's the royal families involved. There's you know what I mean? He knew powerful people in other countries and shit too, you know. And, And some of the people that like here, like if he has something over the Clintons. Well, the Clintons have fucking relationships with all these other people in other countries, too. You know what I mean? Like, they're all protecting each other. That's why it's not like getting released by uh, an enemy of the country. Because it's not just our country that would be impacted. It's the powerful elite of the world, in my opinion. Even if not directly, but but by second. You know what I mean? If I'm going down, I'm taking you fuckers with me, so you better protect me. Right. Hillary Clinton has said that before. If I, if I ever went to jail or whatever, I'd take half the Democratic Party with me or some comment like that. I read that once somewhere. I did not fat check it, so. Freedom Eagle that Facebook. <laughs> yeah, it was like, it was like some fucking Joe Republican fucking quoted it, made up the quote and just decided to Hillary. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, it's like that Michael Scott thing. like, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Wayne Gretzky. Michael Scott. <laughs> Um, all right. Well, I think that's a good, I think that's a good teaser for our Epstein and Ghislaine episode. Give them a little bit of a taste of what's coming next time. I think so. It's going to be a good episode. I'm very passionate about it. It it may not be next week. We're going to be doing some research, start that process now. Um, but yeah, next time we can safely gather and deliver a podcast, we will do so. Yeah. I've been getting, uh, and tested the anus test. Yeah. It's like instant feedback. It's almost, yeah, yeah it's more accurate yeah, too. Yeah, it's good. They get way up in there, but you know, it's, it's pretty good. Yeah. All right, peace out. See you guys. Bye.